Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Fuel to Fry podcast. It's your bestie Emma here. I am so grateful that you have decided to pop me in your ears today and decided to listen to me and what I have to say because you know what? I don't really know what I'm going to say today, but all I know is that today is going to be a fun one. I'm in a really good, fun, fantastic mood. And today I kind of want to sit down with you all and talk about my diet culture, wellness culture, X. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, essentially today I'm going to be discussing the things within the wellness industry, the diet culture that are really grinding my gears and pissing me off. And yeah, I, this is a fun one because I've been seeing this trend all over TikTok and social media about people sharing their icks within these industries or whatever topic they're focusing on. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do one on like, you know, diet culture wellness because that's the main topic of my podcast. That's what I mainly focus on. And, you know, there have been a few things recently that have really been pissing me off. <laughs> I don't mean it in like a negative way, but like, I really want to highlight these things to remind you guys, like, this is an absolute load of bullshit. Like, let's just throw these in the bin. Like, let's stop doing these. These are not healthy. This is just a big fat red flag. And so a lot of these things today, I'm really excited to talk about because I don't know, I think there's a few that have um, listed down here that might be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but hey, that's okay. That's okay because this sort of stuff does spark conversations and I'm okay with sharing my own opinions about certain things, especially as a professional within this industry, within the nutrition industry. And yeah, so first of all, before we even get into today's episode, I want to share a gratitude moment, a really good moment that has just recently happened in my life as to why I'm so grateful to have healed my relationship with food and exercise and all of that sort of stuff. So, you know, when I was going through my my issues and that sort of stuff with food, um, as a result, I shut everyone out, shut the people, you know, my high school friends, I've shut quite literally a lot of people out of my life. And that's what it does when you're going through this sort of stuff you tend to isolate yourself and only focus on you and become really lonely in a sense. And so just recently, and I'm again, I'm so happy that this is finally happening again, really, is I'm actually in the process of rekindling old connections and old relationships and friendships. And these relationships and friendships, these are people like I love with my whole heart and you know to be able to go back to these people after so many years of just purely destroying myself and shutting them out you know it just feels so good and today I had the opportunity to you know catch up with this one human being who was one of my good close friends in high school and just to be able to sit down with this person and just chat through what has been going on what I'm doing and all that sort of stuff and just rekindle that bond, that really special bond that I had with this person just really made me realize like, hot damn, like I'm so grateful that I'm in this position that I am in now and no longer in the position where I'm shutting people out, where, 
you know, I'm too scared to go out to eat and grab lunch with someone, grab a coffee with someone and, you know, really prioritizing people and connections and friendships back into my life. And it just, it just made me feel so good, so good. And so if you ever need like a motivator, um, whether you're going through like eating disorder recovery or just really having a hard time with that sort of stuff, okay, let this be a motivator for you. Let the fact that you will be able to rekindle and reconnect with people again as a result of healing your relationship with food, okay, once you do that, okay, you're able to then connect with people again. You're able to be available to people again. You're no longer going to be in a space to isolate yourself. And you're going to be able to actually want to connect with people. You want to go out and, you know, catch up with friends, with family and that sort of stuff. Because it is possible. It is possible. And you know what? A life where you just constantly isolate yourself and say no to these fun opportunities, okay, to be able to connect with people, okay, we as human beings need to connect, all right? And I'm really slowly (laughs) just realizing that, like, connection and forming friendships and relationships is so important to health, social health, okay? Because remember, health is so much more than just our physical health. So that is something that I am truly, truly grateful for right now. And so, yeah, if you need a little bit of a motivator, let it be this. But without further ado, let's, (laughs) I'm so excited, let's jump right into this episode. Alrighty, so my first ick, ladies and gentlemen, and this ick actually prompted me to do an entire episode on all my icks within the diet culture wellness space. So my first ick is when people are in eating disorder recovery, okay, they're in the process of recovering from whatever eating disorder they have, and then all of a sudden they are fixated on the gym. They've fallen into a fitness obsession. So they've gone from one spectrum, from a food spectrum, okay, with control of that, and now all of a sudden that has shifted towards another exercise, fitness, okay? And you know what? I'm done. (laughs) I am so done with seeing this on social media when people are claiming to be recovered or in recovery, but all all I am seeing is, you know, them in the gym 24-7. Body checks, body progress checks, okay, which is still a form, that is, no, any body check whatsoever is such a disordered behavior. I don't care what anyone says. Okay, you are constantly seeing this person fill every single food they eat with protein, adding protein powder to everything, eating so much protein fortified, excuse me, stuff, and so much content around working out. And, you know, that's not recovery. That's not true eating disorder recovery. All right, because if we really want to look at, you know, what is recovery, you know, it's it's essentially where we have accepted that, you know, food is just food and that our body is just a body and that it just remains neutralized within our lives. We don't place so much attention on it. We don't place so much attention on food. We don't place so much attention on our bodies. We don't place so much attention 
on exercise. And most importantly, we just accept our bodies, our natural set point weight. We are not concerned with weight gain. And I feel like this is a really big issue with falling into this fitness obsession and constantly being at the gym, working out and trying to build muscle is that, you know, people don't want to gain weight. They don't want to gain weight. And they know they have to gain weight in whatever eating disorder recovery they're in, whatever eating disorder they have. And, you know, they can, they see that like, oh, maybe I can gain this weight through muscle, weightlifting, weight training. You're still not accepting your body. You're still not accepting that you have to gain, gain weight. And you're just using exercise as another form of control. Again, control. I mean, it's just, it's just a fat red flag. Big that red flag and it's like all of a sudden you're seeing like these people constantly counting macros I'm like girly that's that's still disordered that's still heavily disordered around food and you know compulsively exercising spending so much time in the gym hyper fixating on what your body looks like you know with weight gain or muscle building should I say and Again, it's that it's leading from one obsession to another obsession. And I've, as I've already talked about on this podcast a lot, like fitness obsession is so normalized in today's society that we can we can't really identify like, is this a normal behavior? Is this really what we're supposed to be doing if we are trying to heal our relationship with food? But it's it's not. It's just. It's not true recovery. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is the end of my discussion on that. Moving on. My next ick within the diet culture wellness spaces is the body check before a what I eat in a day video. So if you're ever scrolling on TikTok or on your Instagram explore page, I'm sure, I am so sure that you come across so many what I eat in a days. Now, are you able to pick up a trend here? Are you able to pick up a trend where at the beginning of this video, you are presented with this person's body? They film themselves usually in hardly hardly any clothing for a start, being like, what I eat in a day? And it's usually a mirror, a mirror selfie. Or look, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, but usually it's a, it's a video of them in the mirror, okay? And then it proceeds with what they're eating in a day. Can that just like die? Can that just whole thing like it's so unnecessary. It is so unnecessary. Because even if we all ate the same. And even if we all exercised the same way. The exact same way. We would all still look completely different. So why why are we presented with their body? Why, why is this necessary? Why is this a thing? It is so unnecessary, so toxic, so disordered, okay? Because it's leading young people into thinking like, oh my God, if I eat exactly like them, I'm going to look like them. And honestly, the ones that go viral, the popular ones that you do see, you know, it's of people who look like the quote unquote healthy ideal, the healthy standard. And we all know that's a load of bullshit, Okay. But this is what causes a lot of people to pick up disordered eating behaviors and then eventually lead to eating disorders. 
This is why I'm not a big fan of what I eat in a day videos. Especially what I eat in a day videos where people just happen to do a body check before they proceed with what they eat in a day. Okay? So unnecessary, so toxic, and massive ick within the diet culture space. And we need to put an end to it. Right now. Right now. Okay? My next dick. And this one I saw on Instagram a couple of days ago. And I was just like, yeah. This is a note from me. And it's when people express and say like, okay guys, it's like so okay to eat the real deal. The real food of, the real version of food, should I say. You know, eat all foods. Food should be fun and enjoyable. You know, food is more than nourishment. All of that sort of spill that I love to talk about on my platforms, on this podcast, Instagram and that sort of stuff. And you see this same person still protein fortifying their foods or still opting to choose the, I don't even know, like the wellness diet culture version of the food. So, you know, a really good example is this, is saying like, this person is saying, oh my God, guys, just eat the real cake, eat the real brownie. But you see them posting recipes, you see them like, eating chickpea brownies or black bean brownies like i'm sorry there's a time and place for black bean chickpea brownies have you i I don't know if you've ever had like a chickpea black bean brownie but like uh, if you genuinely enjoy chickpea brownies black bean brownies like by all means go ahead but it is no replacement to the real brownie no replacement and if you are craving a real brownie just eat the real brownie And so, like, you know, as I said, I saw this the other day on my Instagram, and this person was a nutrition professional, and I was like, okay, cool, radio. You know, this person saying, like, it's okay to, you know, have the real deal of foods, da-da-da-da-da. I think they were posting a recipe or something. And then I checked the ingredient list, and it's filled with, like, protein powder. Like, look at these cookies. Okay, cool, real deal cookies. Look at the ingredient list, protein powder. Okay, not everything has to be protein fortified. It's, it is okay to eat something that isn't filled with protein. And I think it's just very contradictory to what this person was saying. So, you know, that's an ick of mine. And unfortunately, like, I'm seeing it a lot more now. A lot more where people will just promote the really good messages around food, but don't demonstrate it. Which is really sad. Because it obviously shows that, like, They've still got their own own rules around food. They're not allowing themselves to fully have that freedom with food. So, yeah, that's an ick of mine. Unpopular um, opinion, I don't know. This is the whole episode. <laughs> My next ick is the 90s ultra skinny body that is unfortunately really coming back into, I don't even want to say, like, fashion. It's grabbing everyone's attention at the moment now if you don't know what i'm talking about if you go back and like google like i don't know like a 90s 90s model or something like that you know exactly what i'm talking about okay even like i think it was last year late last year like heroin chick was becoming like a trend and thank god there were so many people within the nutrition space like bringing this up and highlighting how toxic it was because it truly is toxic like no body shape should be a trend at all and i'm seeing this everywhere as well like 
the ultra skinny body is just being so highlighted within within the fashion space but within the beauty space and just the wellness space as well and again these people who have these bodies are constantly praised and highlighted and you know this 90s body is back it's we're bringing this stupid thing back and it's it's I don't know it's just it doesn't sit right with me it doesn't sit right with me because for a lot of people like that is so unattainable unachievable and not healthy in the absolute slightest and I guarantee you the people who are embarking on trying to achieve this ultra skinny 90s body model body okay they are engaging in such unhealthy behaviors surrounding food surrounding exercise surrounding how they treat themselves you don't know you don't know what goes on behind the scenes because they're only showing you what they want to show you but I mean that's just so it's it's again it, it that should not be a trend a body shape size appearance should never be a trend and I hope all of this sort of stuff like heroin chick the skinny bodies and all of that sort of stuff should die in rotten hell like really 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 soon um but yeah I'm just been seeing a lot of that recently and yeah it's just not sitting right it's not sitting right because especially for like young people you know going on social media and looking at these people and idolizing these people excuse me you know again this leads to disordered eating and exercise behaviors this does lead to eating disorders as a whole and i don't want that for people i don't want that for people so let's put a full stop to that no more done all right let's not make body shape sizes a trend anymore no hell no Alrighty, we're really moving along my list. So, my next ick is, oh my god, greens powder. The amount of times I am seeing greens powder on my social media, I cannot believe it. And for what? And for what? Just eat your freaking vegetables and fruits. Save your money, please save your money, because a lot of these greens powders are so flipping expensive, so unnecessary as well. Alright, please, just, please. <laughs> oh my god, I mean, if you're, you're probably in the same boat, you're probably so sick and tired of people, you know, posting their greens. And I know a lot of these people who are posting you know, what I eat in the days and the first thing you see is a greens powder, okay? A lot of these people have brand partnerships, collaborations, sponsorships with particular supplement brands, okay? Again, it's a red flag, a red flag. Um, if, you know, I do work with a lot of brands um, and if somebody from a greens supplement company approached me to promote this sort of stuff, I will say absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. No way. Nuh-uh. What we have to be really careful with greens powders and supplements with this is what they are claiming to contain and what they are claiming to provide benefits for. So it is really, really, really important that you do, if you do wish to take a greens powder for whatever reason, okay, that you do take the time to read the ingredients, to read the benefits, all right, and 
a lot of these greens powders are not fully regulated okay and so that's that's a massive red flag in itself and a lot of the advertising and the marketing within these companies who do that they don't really do a good job at that of course okay they're just trying to sell you this and so you know if you do wish to take a greens powder for whatever reason okay and you're concerned about you know the vitamin and mineral intake and that sort of stuff i highly suggest that you do get in touch with a nutrition professional or even a GP just to make sure that this is safe for you to be consuming and it's not going to interfere with you know any medications that you're going to be taking or anything um but honestly like this is seriously not necessary at all at all okay again my main focus within nutrition is a whole food first approach is making sure that you are consuming enough fruits and vegetables like whole fruits and vegetables first before we even gravitate towards supplements like a greens powder okay but do not catch me promoting this do not catch me consuming this anytime soon and if anyone has consumed a greens powder like does it actually taste good like i'm very intrigued does this actually taste good like what like i'm i see people like drinking it i'm like yeah that that must taste like shit like i just i can't like i can't it's a big no from me and it's a big no from me for people who constantly promote it and you know just if people only have this for breakfast as well that's another one that's another ick when people literally only drink this for breakfast or they oh my god sorry so many icks are coming in i'm having so many downloads <laughs> um but they have this as a way to detox themselves or cleanse themselves again another another ick of mine and i'm pretty sure i wrote this down as one of my icks which we'll get to in a second okay if people are using this as a way to detox or cleanse okay delete unfollow like get rid of them because again that's so diet culture that's so disordered and toxic in a sense but yeah it's a hard pass on the greens powder for me Alrighty, so my next ick ladies and gentlemen is the carnivore diet and essentially this is where people really have an emphasis on like meats and protein um and in particular i'm really visualizing you know people eating like beef liver for breakfast and like steaks and like you know not allowing themselves to eat real you know the processed foods that we commonly see in the supermarkets like not eating breads and it's very paleo it's very paleo i guess it's the paleo diet i'm not really sure but like uh, you know i mean if it works for you go ahead but this just screams diet culture to me first of all again this is personal preference but i would not enjoy having beef mince beef liver for breakfast i see it and i'm just like like <coughs> I do not, like, just, I love my daily bowl of oats, but, again, anything that really demonizes another food group or particular foods is just diet culture. Screams diet culture. I guess this diet probably really rose to its fame just recently because of Joe Rogan and because of the liver king, I think. Look, I don't really know too much about these people, thank God. But I know that these particular people, especially Joe Rogan, who has such a high following with his podcast and that sort of stuff, and who does eat in this way, like, 
of course it's going to attract people to consume this way and like I don't know like oh and Jordan Peterson as well that podcaster that really that psychologist he also does this particular diet as well uh, I just again it's just a big fat hardcore no from me and you know what it's these same people who consume this diet that is so you know so heavily comprised on like animal based proteins you know saturated fat based foods like cooking in coconut oil ghee butter avoiding vegetables okay these people avoid you know avoid seed oils they harp on about seed oils are bad seed oils are bad if you want me to do a whole podcast episode because again seed oils that's another one of my ex people within this diet culture within this wellness space demonizing seed oils i know there's been so much talk on seed oils and look don't get me started seriously but you know these same people will demonize seed oils will just demonize like breads and wheats and all of that sort of stuff cereals and beans and Look, like I've said, any diet that demonizes other foods is just, it's a red flag. So that's my, that's my thoughts on it. And don't catch me eating liver for breakfast. Don't catch me. I mean, if you enjoy it, go ahead. But yeah, just, it's a, it's a no, it's a no. Just the whole space, just that whole carnival diet space, liver king, Joe Rogan, all that sort of stuff where you eat testicles for breakfast because I just watched a video where the liver king ate testicles for breakfast like that's insane that's insane alrighty so we've only got a few more icks to go ladies and gentlemen so hold on tight so my next one I've already touched on it but it's people who create detoxing cleansing meals smoothies and that sort of stuff again the word detox the word cleanse massive red flag because our bodies can detox for us we have liver we have kidneys they have the power to detox for us we don't need to consume and restrict certain foods and make these concoctions that taste like shit in order for us to detox or cleanse our bodies so i just want to really put this out to everybody if you are viewing or seeing somebody making a detoxing smoothie cleansing smoothie even like a juice cleanse okay just know like that is not normal it is disordered massive red flag steer clear from it where possible like juice fasting in order to reset the body whatever that means again massive ick red flag okay you don't need to embark on a detox because your body can do that naturally how cool is that no need to spend millions of dollars on special juices and supplements to do that for you okay just stay clear from it enjoy a regular smoothie all right enjoy a regular meal stop trying to restrict certain foods to reset the body cleanse the body all right no it's done it's 2023 we're done with that Alrighty, and this might be my final ick because honestly I could kind of go on for ages, but let's not because I'm probably sure you've got things to do. Um, but thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, this one, I feel, I don't know, like I'm kind of nervous to talk about this one, but also like it's my podcast, my rules, my opinions, who gives a flying shit? So one of my biggest icks is the whole 
bodybuilding scene. Now, you may put out the argument here saying, well, Emma, it's a competition, it's a sport, this is what you have to do in order to play the game, compete. Look, I understand that, but anything with control and manipulation around food intake and exercise and how your body looks is just so disordered and you know you probably see it all over instagram these people who share their stories um with bodybuilding and their path on you know entering the competition in the stages and how they go and you know go on a build and cut phase and a deficit and look i can go talk about that whole side of thing like the building and the cutting and the deficits and that sort of stuff I can talk about that in the whole another episode about how I just want to get that out like I don't want to I don't want to see it I'm done like get that out of the world because it's it, it's it's so disordered it's so toxic so diet culture it screams diet culture but again I just think it's and especially like the repercussions of people who like go through you know all the stages with bodybuilding and you know especially the final days where they have to get on stage you hear so many stories where people just don't have the same relationship they once did with food after all of that they just don't and I don't care what anyone says I don't care saying like you know, bodybuilding's so cool, such a cool experience, you put in all the hard work, but, like, it's just, it's a no. It's a no, and you see people, like, you know, oh, my God, I remember seeing this, like, this one girl, like, bringing her own dinner to a night out with friends. I'm like, hell, my God, that is, that's not normal, that's not normal. Like, that is not normal at all. And the fact that this scene the bodybuilding scene normalizes that like it's just not normal behavior it's just not normal at all and it's seriously not normal to get your body that lean that shredded and I know you're probably thinking well Emma it's only like for a short time well again any fixation with the body needing to look a particular way and that sort of stuff like I'm just it's a hard pass for me it's a massive ick and you know a lot of that again ties in with calorie counting and macro counting and we all know like that is something I do not agree with I do not love the idea of people fixating on that and constantly weighing everything to the absolute gram and that's what this industry this scene promotes right and it's just like nah 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 I don't like it I do not like it at all and you may be thinking different that's okay that's okay but this is just my ick and my opinion and yeah and that was all my icks. Actually, yeah, that's all of them. So, yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for sticking around and listening to everything that I really just don't agree with within diet culture wellness spaces at the moment. And I hope you've been able to agree on some of them and I hope maybe you've been able to realise, like, oh, yeah, this is kind of toxic and disordered. I don't really want to... I don't. I just don't want to be a part of that sort of stuff. I don't want to engage in any of it anymore. And, 
you know, you may be thinking, well, thank you, Emma, for bringing attention to this. Or you may be thinking, Emma, I don't agree with anything you've just said here. You're the worst. But hey, I don't care. But anyways, I I had fun. I had fun doing this episode. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot of fun. I had no idea where this was going to go. And I think it went well. I think it went somewhere really good. And yeah, so if you want me to do like a more similar episode on diet culture and the wellness spaces and that sort of stuff, definitely let me know. Send me a message on Instagram, Feel the Fried Podcast. Um, And yeah, that's all I have today. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you're new here, welcome aboard. Um, New episodes drop every single Monday. Um, so if you, if you want to stick around, okay, definitely give this podcast a follow. Um, and if you also have been a long time listener, okay, please don't forget to give my show a rating and review because it does really help out my show a lot. And if you want to find out more about what I'm doing and more education and information, okay, and just keeping up with me and what I'm doing, um, you can definitely follow the podcast Instagram, Fuel the Fried Podcast. You can follow my normal Instagram, Emma Clark underscore nutrition. You can follow my TikTok. If you want more lifestyle personality type content, well, definitely head over there. I'm actually having so much fun over there. That is just Emma Clark nutrition, one word. Um, and if you want to receive weekly emails from me about, you know, topics really, you know, similar to what I do on this podcast, um, definitely subscribe to my email list. Um, I'll have the link in the show notes below. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's all I have to promote. It's like, okay, what do I have to do? Like, have I said all this? I've said all of it. So, you know, it's, it's a task, ladies and gentlemen, but I have so much fun doing this every single week and your support really does, like, it does not go unnoticed. It does not go unnoticed. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Um, and thanks for being here. Thanks for popping me in your ears. I'm rambling on at this point, so it's time for me to go. Have a great day, everyone. I'll see you next week. Bye.